Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the channel and the podcast. What is going on, gang? What's up? It's Tuesday, it's December 19th, six days till Christmas, five days till the eve if you're somebody who celebrates that. And if not, well, you got you got like two weeks till the new year, 6.18 a.m. right now. We're going to break down this four-game NBA slate where, honestly, there's not a ton of news. Uh, one thing that will probably on a four-game slate shift the entire slate, of course, right? we have to wait on that news. Maybe we get it after shoot-arounds today. But for the most part, nothing really major. What we get today is, is two really good games and maybe three or four all these games fun games but for the most part two really good uh, potentials finals matchups if you will or uh western conference finals and nba finals potential matchups these are these are some really good teams going at it today in the lakers and the bucks and then houston and the clippers um, four of the best teams maybe in the entire league going at it today so yeah this is a, a really good day for just purely watching basketball a nice four game slate for dfs purposes before we get into it i just want to say if you are new here welcome i do have patreon exclusive content i'm an independent content creator do this all by myself every single day production edit prep uh, market, all this stuff, right? So if you do want more of my content, you enjoy it, you want to support me, whatever it might be, over on Patreon, I do double the content that I do on YouTube each week in just different forms, not just in content in live streams, podcasts, but also in the form of articles, in the form of um, tiers, rankings, lots of different things as well. So you can check that out, linked up down below for NBA, I do projections every single day. Um, as well as I not, have not missed a day of projections either, so you get them daily, as well as uh, my player pools. So also, social medias, you can check those out. And check out Drafters. Drafters is what the logo is up above. They're proudly sponsoring these videos and me, my channel, for the next few months. So I do appreciate the guys over at Drafters. I have a listener league set up for It's starting on Saturday at 10 a.m. before that Saturday, or it might be 11. I can't remember. Uh, but it's, it's a setup for something. It's linked up down below. Um, that listener league, I have a link over to Twitter because you can't put links anymore to fantasy sites. Some sites like Awesome People have asked me how to get banned for a week because of linking, I believe, to Yahoo. I can't remember correctly. I heard Chris Spaggs talking about it. But if you do want to play in the listener league, I think there's like three spots left for the Saturday to Monday slate the entire weekend. It's a $5 buy-in. I'm in there. I think there's two or three spots left. So check it out. Once that fills, I'll set one up for Sunday morning around 10 a.m. And we can keep doing those until they fill for the Sunday slate. So check that out. That is Drafters. If you want to sign up for Drafters, and use a promo code SAL, S-A-L 100, SAL 100 that is, you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $50. So you put $20 in, you even just put $5 into play in the game that we're going to play in this weekend, you get an extra five just for free. So check out Drafters. It's an online snake draft format. It's not salary cap based. It's totally different than what you're used to on these sites like uh, draft kings and FanDuel, but that's a really nice play to, place to play. I, I um, recommend it 100%. They've been sponsoring my channel for over a year now. That is Drafters promo code SAL100, SAL100 to let them know that you came from me. So let's get into the channel right now. Let's get into the video on this channel. If you hit the subscribe button, I greatly, greatly appreciate that. Let me know who your favorite play is below $7,000 in this slate in the comments below. Um, it, it can be anybody below 7000 across any position. Leave a Twitter or a PayPal, some way for me to contact you. One winner below who is subscribed with the notification bell on will win a $10 giveaway via PayPal. So let me know down below. Favorite play below 7000 today. One winner will be randomly chosen. Again, $10 PayPal must be a subscriber with the notification bell on over on YouTube. And on the podcast, how those ears doing, you can leave a five star rate and review the answer to that question that I just said, and you will have three entries into that contest. So starting at the top, 
Kyrie Irving remains out. Maybe a couple more games. Is he ever going to play? I believe the shoulder injury now. 9,700 against San Antonio. Not going to play. Jermichael Green is questionable. So one of two players that we have questionable news on today for the Clippers, but it doesn't really matter. He's 3,100 on DraftKings. He's a tailbone injury. He's down this list. Landry Shamit is now back. Ronnie McGruner is now back. He's just down the list of guys who are going to play 12 to 14 minutes. So that injury news and his price point indicates it at 3,100 doesn't really matter. Anthony Davis at 10,100 is questionable. This is one that matters the most. He missed last game. LeBron had 30 points at halftime for fantasy purposes, and then he only finishes with middling 40 points, and he burns a lot of my lineups that night. On a four-game slate, if Anthony Davis is out, LeBron James in a tough matchup against Milwaukee at 10,000 will become a much bigger priority on this slate than he already is. He's questionable with an ankle injury, Davis. They said that he's hopeful to play, which of course every player is when they're questionable, so that doesn't really mean anything to me. Track the status of Davis. Um, I would keep a close eye on this one. It is a game that if he plays, and I hope he plays because this should be a really fun game in general, he's 10,100. If he plays, he's clearly in play. Kyle Kuzma will remain out for the Lakers with his ankle injury. Moving over to Milwaukee on the opposite side of this game, Eric Bledsoe. If you've been following basketball for like the last week, you already know that he's going to miss about another week, week and a half, maybe two weeks. They said about a two-week injury, uh, not a fibula fracture. It was just like a strain or something. I don't know the exact terms, the technical terms, but Bledsoe is going to be out today. Opens up more room for... So my impacted players list here, I just didn't go through doing it today. I, I can read them off once we're done. A couple of people sometimes point that out, but uh, Eric Bledsoe, he's going to impact Dante DiVincenzo, who's been playing bigger minutes. Uh, George Hill will get at least more stable minutes around the 20 to 22 minute range. And those are the main pieces. You might see some more run for Pat Connington, Sterling Brown to an extent off the bench, but it's mainly Dante DiVincenzo, George Hill that would get the minutes bumps. And then Chris Middleton, if he does come off his minutes limit, played 28 minutes in the last game, still seems to be limited. He also gets a huge usage bump at a cheap price tag of 6,300 with no Bledsoe. Mike Conley is out. Going, he could miss a couple of weeks once again with this hamstring injury. Uh, he gets to go up against Atlanta today, or his team does. So Conley being out, it's going to give Don, Donovan Mitchell more point guard usage. It's going to give Emmanuel Moutier, who is getting somewhere between 18 and 20 minutes, uh, just more minutes overall when Conley was previously out. And then Joe Ingles, a guy who's been balling out over the last two weeks. He's getting more point guard usage. His assist rate just climbs a ton when Conley is out which indicates that he's handling the ball. Ingles is priced up now to $6,000, so it's not as appealing, but the matchup does make it at least viable and somebody that will be in a player pool of mine. Going back to Irving, Spencer Dimwitty continues at 7900 to be underpriced, continues to be the guy who benefits the most, a 1.3 fantasy point per minute guy approximately with Irving out. Joe Harris, Tony and Prince, these types of guys will benefit. Jermichael Green being questionable, nothing really matters there. Anthony Davis, it shouldn't be clearly... Um, a little bit obvious that LeBron James will benefit the most with no Anthony Davis. And then after that, you can just, uh, the biggest pieces will be JaVel McGee and Dwight Howard. And you could honestly just have your lineups have at least one of those two set your groups on, on your optimizer, have at least one of, um, or at least just have at, at exactly one of is what the rule should be, uh, JaVel McGee or Dwight Howard. And go ahead and get that in 100% of your lineups if there is no Anthony Davis, because they're bound to do really well, even at their increased price points. All right. Target off and cheated for listening on the audio version. We will quickly go over this and then get to the um, early interest. Just really just going to touch on this this late game. The Clippers in Houston, a crazy team total here of 233. The total is not yet out for Milwaukee and the Lakers, probably just waiting on any indication of news before setting a line. So it's not soft before setting a line before they get Anthony Davis news. But I imagine that total will be high as well. Lots of nice games today. The lowest team total or game total, I imagine, is going to be this 219 San Antonio and Brooklyn one. Highest run right now is 233 for the Clippers in Houston. Clippers have the highest team total on the slate at 119. They are five-point favorites over Houston. Houston, 114 team implied total. So I'm not going to break down too much into the target offense sheet. You can look at it right now over my shoulder. You can screenshot it. It comes with the projections over on Patreon as well as early injury news as well as 
just my entire model and then I just filter it down into a very nice easy to read projection sheet with my interests on it um, we won't go over this in the four game slate we'll get to I got a lot of positive feedback about just kind of highlighting some of the bigger things the team totals the highest pace spot today will be Milwaukee and the Lakers it'll be a huge huge pace up spot for the Lakers makes guys like Rondo and LeBron um, more appealing guys who will be handling the rock tonight and then outside of that it's a decent size pace down or a decent size um, pace down spot in the San Antonio game against Brooklyn, Brooklyn playing at a very slow pace today. They'll gain three possessions. San Antonio is actually going to lose three possessions. So things like that. It's it's a nice pace up spot for the Clippers. Slight bump for Houston. That one will be at a fast pace as well. The Clippers in Houston and Milwaukee and the Lakers pretty much are both going to be playing at 107 possessions per game each today as a projection of mine, uh, which is just one of the highest ones you're going to see all year. If it ever touches 109, we had that, I think, one time this year. Anything over 105, anything over 106 is going to be a really fast pace game and that just kind of is indicated in these team totals so let's get into that you could look at these um defense versus positions numbers here it, you shouldn't take these defense versus position numbers and go oh you know what they've been good against small forwards whatever it might be i'm not playing this guy no these, these are just a highlight of what has been happening and if you can actually draw some sort of reason behind the numbers you're seeing well then maybe it actually matters if there's no reason behind what you're seeing well then it's just the the nature of the game and somebody on a four game slate is going to be worse on the position doesn't mean that they're absolutely brutal it just means that that's what's happening the nba today there's no real fixed positions but point guards against Atlanta. That's been a thing for a while. Why? Because Trey Young is one of the worst defenders in the league for two years straight now. And because everybody else they have on there is young rookies that usually stink on defense, right? DeAndre Hunter, whoever it might be. So that makes sense that you can target point guards against Atlanta, but it's built into the pricing at this point. So the edge there is not really one. It's just showing you at a highlight, which you can work with at least. So a lot of players on this four game slate that are recommending 18 here. So at the top, Giannis and LeBron, um, <clears throat> even if, even if AD is in, I like LeBron, but obviously he's going to be more a priority if AD is out. Giannis at 11-3 is fine. James Harden still 12-4. I know he can go for 70. I know he can go for 80, especially in a good matchup, but it's a really good defense. In the Clippers across the board with Pat Bev, George, Harrell, right? I mean, Kawhi, all these guys, really good defense across the board. So I'm probably not going to get to that all that much on the top end unless he's like one percent owned i do prefer paul george just for the cheaper price point over Kawhi. it's nothing major there you can tell me that you like Kawhi more and i wouldn't say anything really negative to you the guy's averaging in terms of Kawhi with paul george on the court since they've returned around 1.4 fantasy points per minute george is averaging closer to 1.3 so Kawhi's clearly been better but he's priced like it here uh, so i'll take george donovan mitchell he's eight thousand dollars he keeps continuing to be just extremely over owned when mike conley goes out and he's eight thousand dollars here. He's, he's like the most expensive he's been since Conley has been out. He was usually hovering around the seven thousand to seventy five hundred dollar range. But he gets Atlanta, and it's just such a good matchup for a guy that you can put as a shooting guard. But if on a four game slate, if he's going to be fifty percent owned because of this, I'll just clue, I'll get away from it. He's not getting the biggest of bumps with Conley off the court. He's really not. His shot attempts might go up a little bit, but his assist percentage doesn't. He doesn't handle the rock all that much more because Moutier is playing 20 minutes at point, uh, because Joe Ingles is playing somewhere around 10 to 15 minutes at point. So Donovan Mitchell's usage does not change all that much. It hurts the team when Conley's not there, of course, especially on the defensive end. But for Donovan Mitchell, nothing really changes terribly. He just gets a great matchup. So even if Conley was in in this one at $8,000, Mitchell would be a good play. I'm just hoping that people's expectations in the public aren't like, oh, this is a smash spot now because there's no Conley. No, Conley doesn't really move the needle all that much for Mitchell today. Spencer Dinwiddie at 7,900. This is a guy who continues to go just lower owned. He continues to just put up 40 to 45 points a night and really not hit his ceiling. Tougher matchup today against San Antonio, especially because DeJounte Murray has been playing full 30, 28, 30 minutes a game, which makes it more of a tougher defensive matchup for him. DeJounte Murray has shown to be a very good two-way player in this game. 
So uh, Dimity, I still like at 7,900, just a tough matchup to look out for. Clint Capella at 76 and a really good matchup against the Clippers for himself. I do like that. The rebounding upside should be there today. Uh, it's a nice spot, especially when you consider Russell Westbrook might have a tougher time um, just in his individual matchups against this Clippers team, whereas Clint Capella, that just helps his rebounding rate. LaMarcus Aldridge in the smash spot against Brooklyn, just track and make sure that Aldridge actually starts at the five. He's been starting there for a while, but just make sure they don't do anything and put... Um, Jacopoto at the five and Aldridge at the four. Either way, I would still like Aldridge, but then I would really like Jacopoto. Uh, so keep an eye on that. Harrell at 6,100 is too cheap for his Houston today. Tougher matchup, but Clint Capella is pretty much a statue. He's not, you can pull him out of there. Um, these two guys are both statues, but when you have a physical freak like Harrell, it does give him some upside, and he's only 6,100 power forward eligibility, 24.3% usage on the year really good stuff. He's also getting some minutes out there um, and a good amount of them really when he's just not having either of um, Paul George or Kawhi on the court because they're not playing as much staggered as of late. Joe Ingles getting that point guard bump, that point guard usage. Look, you could roster him as a shooting guard or a small forward today and he's going to play I don't know, 34, 35 minutes, and, and almost half of those are going to be as a point guard with his assist numbers coming up and having double-double upside now more than ever. He's 6,000. He's expensive, but if it was any other matchup, I would say, okay, I can get away from this. Against Atlanta, he's just going to have an even better assist percentage and even better drive rate, so... 6,000 is okay, but the guy that I'm going to get to over all of these 6K guys is DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray is still way too cheap at 5,700, facing Brooklyn without Levert, without Kyrie Irving. They can't go to a three-point line. They can't really guard drives at all without those guys. DeJounte Murray at 5,700. He's played 32. He's played 29 minutes. This minutes limit is pretty much gone. He is well-rested now. $5,700 might be the, one of the best plays. He should be the highest home player on the slate tonight. And he probably won't be, but DeJounte Murray at 5,700 is a guy that I'm going to get to a ton of. Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee, I have yellow by them. If Anthony Davis is in, you can get them if you want, but they're priced up and they probably have not much upside. If Anthony Davis is out, I would just have a ton of Dwight Howard and a ton of JaVale McGee. Which one? If you want to pick JaVale McGee because he's cheaper, that's fine. He'll probably start, but I want both of them. I want both of them. They're both going to play like, I don't know, 24 minutes apiece. They're both going to have a ton of usage, a ton of upside in this matchup against Milwaukee and Brooke Lopez. I, I want both of these guys. Rajon Rondo at 4,800 has played 26 minutes in back-to-back games. If he, if you, you give me 25 to 26 plus minutes out of Rajon Rondo, and I can know that for a fact, and I don't, I don't feel confident in those, but we've seen it now for back-to-back games. To project it at 24 to 26, uh, at 4,800, it's a really good spot with no Eric Bledsoe. Um, I, I do like Rajon Rondo a lot today at 4,800. It seems like we have some nice built-in value. P.J. Tucker at 4,700, you're going to get a ton of minutes. You're going to get a really difficult matchup. You're going to get him having to rely on his three-point shot, but he's going to have, what, 36 to 38 minutes in this one. I think P.J. Tucker is fine here. He's been playing some backup center as well. Pat Beverly at 4,400, probably going to spend a lot of his time and effort on the defensive side against Harden and against Westbrook, as you've seen in the first two matchups with this team. So I don't know how often he pops off on the offensive side when everything that he's trying to do and energy and effort is going into the defensive side. So that's the concern here with Beverly, but he's 4,400 and he's going to play 30 plus minutes. George Hill at 4,300 has not been starting, has not seen too much of a difference in his overall minutes except stability, right? He's not dropping down to 16 to 18 minutes. He's going to give you 20 to 22 now with no Eric Bledsoe, although Dante DiVincenzo has been the guy that's playing a ton in this lineup. I think George Hill at 4,300 is at least worth it, especially if he's not going to get owned. Royce O'Neal is very interesting at 4,100. Look, he's been very quietly a really, really great player, whether he's starting at the four or the three for this Utah team, playing a ton of minutes close to 30 a game, gets his beneficial matchup wherever you're playing on the court against Atlanta. He's 4,100. The usage is terrible at 9.5. He's shooting lights out from three, so that's probably not going to keep up. But if you're giving me a guy who's getting 29 minutes per game right now, at 4,100 and actually producing not just with his shot attempts, but in different parts, rebounding, blocks, defensive stuff. So yeah, 4,100, I don't love it, but I don't think anybody's going to own the guy because you don't hear Royce O'Neal's name called much at all in any sort of DFS media. Cam Reddish at 3,900. I hate playing this guy. I really do, but he's going to play 26 to 28 minutes tonight. He's 3,900. If you're looking for a really cheap guy who has 
25, 30 fantasy point upside maybe tonight. More times than not, I'll score you like 15 to 22. <clears throat> but at 3,900, I think he's he's at least okay value built in. We have a lot of nice value on the slate. It gets even better if AD is out. Obviously, late news, but just built-in value that I'm seeing. Dejounte Murray at 5,700, Rajon Rondo at 4,800. Um, Pat Beverly at 4,400, O'Neal at 41. Those are all built-in value pieces that I think have a lot of upside. So thank you for tuning into this video today. I appreciate it. Let me know down below in the comments, who's your favorite play below $7,000? I'll say mine is DeJounte Murray. Let me know if you're copying me or not, but uh, Twitter uh, down below as well. Leave a Twitter handle or a PayPal. Somebody will win a $10 giveaway today. I'll reach out in the comments, but be sure to be following and hit the notification bell, the little bell icon. If you're on the audio version, be sure to leave a five-star rate and review. If you've already left one, leave another one. You can do it and just answer that question that I just stated, and I will be sure to check the audio version reviews as well as these comments at the end of the day today. Best of luck. Check out Drafters. I'll say it one more time. There's a couple of spots left in the Listener League that starts Saturday morning. Be sure to get in there for the NFL for the whole entire week. It's a $5 buy-in. If you use the promo code SAL100, S-A-L-100, you will get a 100% deposit match on what you put in. So be sure to use that promo code. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.